Blog Talk Radio.
please let your word get out on tonight that you will get the glory, the honor, and the praise, and that the service will do that which is sent out to do, to inform, encourage, and build up people that's looking to serve you, desiring to serve you, and those that are seeking you to understand what you are saying to the body of Christ and to your people. In Jesus' name, I pray that they have ears to hear, a heart to receive, and a mind to meditate. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about is this, and then I'm going to go into it. I have been dreaming several times um, over my lifetime, and some dreams I did not remember. So I had started praying, and I said, God, please help me to remember my dream. And lately I've really been praying that, Lord, please help me to remember my dreams because sometimes I feel like it's deja vu. Sometimes I feel like I've done this or haven't this. Hmm. You know how you have that look at it or that thought, and I say, God, I've, I've seen this someplace. I've heard this someplace. God, why, why does this sound and look so familiar to me, like I've been there, done that uh, format? So I said, Lord, help me to remember my dream. And in my dream that I had last night, I was dreaming about vows. And, and I'm, I know this been spoken on many times before. I, I can only imagine because there's nothing new under the sun. There, there's no word or no scripture that can be taught that hasn't been taught. I may not have heard it, or you may not have heard it, or it may be given a different way. So as I was dreaming about the vows, I remember even in my dream saying, Lord, I know this is a dream, and I want you to help me to remember what I dreamed. Ain't that powerful? That in your dream, you say to God, Lord, I know this is a dream. Help me remember what I dreamed. So when I woke up, I said, God, help me remember what I dreamed. And all day, I was, I was doing what I was doing around the house. I said, God, what is it that you want me to minister on or what you want me to get out of what I dream? So God had me to write some things down. So the first thing I wrote down is I'm going to go to Deuteronomy 23 and 21. It says, when thou hast vowed a vow unto the Lord thy God, thou shalt not slack to pay it. For the Lord thy God will surely require it of thee, and it would be sin in thee. But if thou forbid not to vow it, shall be no sin in thee. Let me read that to you again. This is Deuteronomy 21, chapter 23, verses 21, okay? When thou shalt bow a vow unto the Lord, thy God, thou shalt not slack to pay it. For the Lord thy God will surely require it of thee, and it will be required, I'm sure, I'm sorry, and it should be sin in thee. 22 says, but if thou shalt not, I'm sorry, if thou shalt forbid to, to vow it, shall be no sin in thee. Okay, that's one thing. Now let's go to Psalms 76 and 11. Psalms 76 and 11 says, Vow and pay unto the Lord your God. Let all that be round about him bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. Let's read that again. Vow and pay unto the Lord your God. 
let all that be round about him bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to go a little deeper, okay? Let's go into Ecclesi- Ecclesiastics 5 and 5. Better is, is not, better is, the, sorry, better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou should showest vow and not pay. He said it is better that thou should not vow than that thou should vow and not pay. So if you make a vow and not pay, you have a problem. If you make a vow unto the Lord, you pay. Now, I read that to you to say this. In my dream, as I was dreaming about a vow unto the Lord, and when I gave God my yes, and I've said this over several times, when I said yes to the Lord, I've been too scared not to keep my vow because I know that if you make a vow unto the Lord, you ought to keep it. This is what I heard growing up, and I just read it myself and to you all. I read it before, but I just read it myself again and shared it with you all. I was told growing up, it's best not to make a vow to the Lord, because if you make a vow to the Lord and you don't keep it, basically I have uh, drawn the first draw of war against God, because now I'm saying to God, I'm, this is how it was broke down to me as a kid, so I would understand it to the depths it was that uh, you're not good enough or I'm too good to keep my word to you. That That's how it was put to me. So I, I'm too scared, God, I fear him with every part of my being to tell him yes and then walk away or try to walk away. I'm too scared of my God to be like, uh, well, it is what it is. I meant it when I said it, but, uh, Lord, I'm going to I got something else I'm going to do, and I'm going to buy my business. But in my dream, I kept seeing the vows of the letter. I was like, vow and vow, vow and vow. I said, God, what is that? What does one have to do with the other? And God told me to look at the vow, A. E-I-O-U. And I kept looking at the last three, I-O-U. I owe you, God, my promise that I said yes. I owe you, God, my praise that is rightfully yours. I owe you, God, my life that you gave to me. I owe you, God, everything that I got and everything that I don't have. I owe you, God, my dreams. I owe you, God, my my wishes, my desires. I owe you, God, everything I see, everything I hear, everything I say, because everything is required of me at the end of the day. God, I owe you. Mm. When we was a kid and we would get something from a friend or a family member, we would say, I'll give you an I owe you. We're quick to pay people back, but we're not quick to jump up and pay God back. Mm. People can't give us breath. People can't even give us life. But even if they give us things, it's only because God allowed them to. So we're quick to want to satisfy man when the word of God says, I'd rather obey man, God, than man. I don't want to put a rush on obeying man over obeying God. Because man ain't going to do nothing but try to use what they did for me as a calling card or use what they did for me to say if it wasn't for me. But God doesn't do that. So when I looked at the last three left, three vows, I owe you everything about me I owe to God. But I, I'm saying that to say this. When I looked at the letter A, and I said, okay, A. First Thessalonians 
the fifth chapter, the 16th through the 18th verse says, always be joyful. Keep on praying. No matter what happens, always be thankful for this is God's will for you who belongs to Christ Jesus. So when I was looking at the vows, I said, okay, Lord, when I gave you my vow of yes, always be joyful. Keep on praying no matter what. No matter what happens. No matter what. No matter what I see. No matter what. No matter what I heard. No matter what. What happens, always be thankful. For this is God's will for you who belongs to Christ Jesus. I belong to Christ Jesus. I gave him a vow. So we're looking at the vow of the letters we learned as children when we was happy to say A-E-I-O-U and sometime Y. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to sometimes say why not. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the letter E, Psalms 104. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You know what I saw in those two letters I just talked about in A and E? Thankful. Mm-hmm. Be thankful. See, a lot of times we don't understand that no matter what we do, no matter what happens, we have to be thankful. And I thank God for that. Reminding me, no matter what, I gave him a vow. I got to be thankful. So we're going to look at the letter I. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. 15 says, now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. So when you look at it, I didn't heard God could always be joyful. A, E, enter into my courts with thanksgiving. I, if my people who are called by my name, we're going to go to the letter O, Psalm 71. O Lord, my God, and you do I hmm, put my trust. Save me from all them that prosecute me and deliver me. The letter O says, O Lord, my God, and you do I put my trust? Save me from all them that prosecute me and deliver me. So you got to look at it. I made a vow unto the Lord. The letter U. What did he tell Peter? Upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Me, you, upon this rock, I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Mm-hmm. Now, that's Matthew 6 and 18. When I was young and I heard that scripture, 
And out of all that I read, I kept hearing upon this rock. When I had been taught that Jesus was the rock of our salvation, and I was taught that they made altars out of rocks. And then as I had, like I said, a little girl, and I heard this, it says, upon this rock. So I found that I could be a rock in the Lord. And he said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. We have to be thankful. We have to be joyful. We have to be in a place in our mind that says, God, I made a vow unto you, and I won't take it back. Before I take it back, I'll add more to it. I won't take it back. See, you can make a vow to anybody, or anybody can make a vow to you, and, and they just take it back like it, it It don't mean nothing. You know, when we were kids, they say Indian givers. And you would, be, you would be upset or you may get over it. You may, you may not. But when you make a vow unto the Lord, you can't just take that back. Okay? How would you feel if God just say for five seconds, for one minute, 60 seconds, I ain't going to let you breathe. You're going to be begging and pleading, pleading and begging. God, let, give me my breath. Those that have asthma or respiratory infections or a hard time breathing for whatever reason, the weather, COPD, asthma, or a cold, respiratory infection, whatever, when you can't get a breath, you will make all type of noises and promises and vows and all. You will just, you will break the, how they say, the sound waves with, oh, Lord, if you do this, oh, Lord, if you do that. If you can't speak it, you will think it. You will speak it from your heart. See, now you've given a vow. But when you gave your vow to God, you gave a vow from your heart to touch his heart. So when you sit back and look at it, you say, okay, A, always be joyful. E, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. If my people who are called by my name, oh, oh, Lord, my God, in you do I put my trust. You, upon this rock, I will build my church. Then the letter Y. Psalms 91 and 13, you shall tread on the lions and the adders. The young lions and the dragons shall you trample underfoot. So I said, okay, Lord, I need to make sure people understand the why. You should tread on the lions and the adders. Adders is venomous snakes. Mm-hmm. Just like the snake that came and tricked Eve and played with her into ear. He stimulated her into ear. <clears throat> he spoke venom words and they took bite to her. She received it. It said the young lions will and the dragon shall you trample underfoot. I said, okay, Lord, uh, dragon. Dragons look like a a large serpent or a large snake with, you know, it's like a serpent, yeah, with wings and uh, they breathe out fire and all kind of stuff. And I said, Lord, we don't get it. And the word of God speaks of Leviathan. That That's like a, a dragon. That's like a... A scaly animal that uh, um, have scales, thick scales that you can't you can't penetrate. You know you can't break them because the way they are there. If you, you gotta look it up, Leviathan. Leviathan is definitely um, you could say a dragon sort. 
you know, we, we was taught about different, excuse me, with this other past. We was taught about the 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 scales. You, you can't break through a, a regular knife or sword of, uh, how what they call them, spear, won't break the skin of it, you know. It's because of the material that it's made out of. I can't think of the name. Or, uh, I don't think I know a name, but you could just say like steel. Go, go and try to stab some steel with a knife or stick a pin through it or <clears throat> a blade or uh, anything. Try to even cut it with the saw. You have to have a certain type of blade type saw to cut through steel or what is it, laser or whatever. You have to know what you're using to get through that. But just to think, how are you going to get through it? When you sit here and you make a vow unto God, that is a solemn promise you made to God. I'm going to say it again, and I've said it so many times in my lifetime, and I'm going to repeat it over and over. I made a vow unto the Lord, and I won't take it back. Whether it's A-E-I-O-U, Lord, A, always. Hmm. E, entering. I, and two, the obvious vow I made unto you, O God. I am not going to take back what I said. I'm not going to take back what I promised because I have so much. I have my family. I have myself. I have everything that I want, need on the altar and up before God. And if I take back what I promised God, I can't get mad if God takes back or don't give me what he promised me. We, we're quick to say, oh, God won't take nothing back. Oh, I don't believe that. I said I don't. Because I read when I was a little girl, I don't remember where it was at. God told me if he he told me the gift he gave me, whether I choose to use it for his good or I choose to use it to be a false speaker, to false minister, or how they say false prophet. I don't want to say I'm a prophet, but to lead people in a false way. God told me in his word that my gift worketh even if I end up in hell. Your gift going to still work, just not for his glory. Mm. Let's make sure we make that straight. Not for his glory. Do you know how many talented people, pastors, preachers that are in hell right now, that are on their way to hell because of the life they're living? Then then uh, not making they're making promises to God's people with no intention of keeping. See, when you make a vow unto the Lord, He said, "Love Peter, love. Do you love me? Feed my sheep." Mm, three times. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. You, you're making promises to people, knowing you're not going to keep that. You, you're trying to play on their intelligence with how much they love God. You're trying to play like you want to be the God of them when God told you, take no purse. Freely you get the word, freely you give it. If you're doing what God told you to do, God will have people bless you. I, I know for a fact. People have blessed me without asking. I used to put up a new desire to plan into the ministry. I stopped. Because I said, you know what, God, that thing started burning in me because I know your word said that if 
people want to bless you. I read he said they'll bring gifts. Let me go back and see can I find that again. So when people want to bless you, they're going to bless you. When people want to do for you, they're going to do for you. Psalm 76 and 11, Vow and pay unto the Lord your God. Let all that be round about him bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. You bring presents unto God that ought to be feared. And if God have you ministering his word, he would have them to bless you because God knows you need substance. Now, I'm not pointing fingers, but if the shoe fit, wear it, you know. I've been trying to get a – somebody's going to get mad at me right now. They probably will, but I'm going to put it out there. I see the pastors and um, on TV, the ones I know, they're putting on – Shows which I I don't I'm asking God to, to minister to me so that I can understand they're putting on shows, but as a um, a minister in the body of Christ, I said I need to have a redip and baptize to be baptized. I've been asking for quite a while about let's do a baptism. Let's have some new baptism, and let's have some redip. Ain't nothing wrong with a redip. Hmm. You renew your marriage vow. Hmm. Come on now. You renew some things, but why not renew your life with God? God, I need a redip. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I need a redip. But they're too busy um, doing what they're doing. You have ones out here that made a vow to the Lord. When I know in the word it's taught that the uh, man of God wouldn't go out in battle if Deborah didn't go. See, they, they, they have respect the person, but God said he blesses who he wants to bless. He reigned on the just as well as the unjust. Who are you to say who God has called? See, I may not be on TV, on the radio, and, and, and I'll have a lot of viewers. But one thing it is, I told God, yes. So if it's just me on here looking at myself, I'm okay with that because I'm doing what I told God I would do. No, I'm not perfect. Never have claimed to be and never will claim to be. I have strongholds, problems, just like anybody else. But I'm still trusting God. I'm still trusting God. Where what is that I put on there? Psalm seventy one. Oh Lord my God, and you do I put my trust. I'm still trusting God. I'm not gonna worry about it. Think of me or anybody else. Because one thing I do know that if God be for me, he's more than the world against me. While you're trying to figure out why, when, where, if, you need to be over there praying. God do it. Not when you're gonna do it, Lord, when it's gonna happen. God do it. I trust God. And that's all I got to say. I be made a vow to the Lord. Before I take it back, I'll add more to it. My vow is a solemn promise I made to God. My vow is a secret promise I made to God. Because in the time that I was talking with God, when I told him yes, and I meant it, it was between me and him. Nobody else was there. Even if he was around, you wasn't there when I was having my intimate, personal conversation with God. You may have asked me, did I, what I think about it, I said I told God yes. If you paid attention, I said I told God yes. I didn't tell you yes, I told God yes. So between then and now, I must keep my vow unto the Lord. I must walk in my A-E-I-O-U and sometime Y. Because Y says, you shall tread on the lions and the adders. 
when something comes up against me, I take it to the Lord and say, God, this is what I need. This is where I'm at. God, I know what my finance say. I know what my doctors say. I know what my bill collectors say. And I know what you say, what they say. But, God, I know what you say. You said, if I be for you, I'll be more than the world against you. You said yes, no matter what they say. If you said no, it don't matter what they say. No, I will not foreclose on you. No, I will not take away this. No, I will not take away that. No, I will not let this happen. No, I will not let that happen. We have to stop trying to read between the lines. I'm not just talking to me. I'm talking to you, too. If you are in a place of wanting, needing, wishing, and hoping, go back to the vow you made unto the Lord. See if someplace you have dropped the ball or you deciding which one you're going to do. Okay, which one you going to say? Don't get me wrong now. I will bless somebody just to see, especially if I if they said to me, and, 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 and I'm telling you, don't come over here. Or oh, you said, uh, I ain't talking about you. But I'm talking about certain people. I will bless somebody if they said, well, God told me to do this, do that. Okay, I'm going to see if you're going to do what you say. If you don't. Anytime you say something to me from that point on, I'm going to say, God, I, I will ask God again. Let me make sure I clear that up. God, can I bless this person? Can I bless them? Because I want to see for myself if we are both walking with and in the Lord. Because if I tell you I'm going to do something, God, I'm going to give you a report. I'm going to let you know what happened, what's going to happen, and I'm going to go from there. I'm not going to walk around and act like I don't owe you nothing, regardless if I think I do or not. But because I put God's name on it, I'm going to make sure you understand. Sometimes we act like people need to do for us because of the titles we put on ourselves because of the titles we claiming, because of the hats we're wearing. We feel like people owe us. God said he feeds the lilies in the field. He feeds the birds in the air. If he feeds them, what less would he not give us what we need, even what we desire? I'm going to go as far as to say what we want. He may not give it to us exactly when we want it, but God is an on-time God. He is a God of hope. He's a God of trust. He's God. And I'm so glad this uh, our foundational scripture for this ministry, Smile 3 E Iron Shopping Iron, is Matthew 6 to 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Once you make that vow unto God, you begin to seek his righteousness. You begin to seek him in his kingdom. You begin to seek God's love. You begin to seek God's protection. You begin to seek God's provision. You begin to seek God's restoring. You begin to seek God. And you'll start seeing God in a way you never saw him before because your trust is no longer in man. Your trust is in God. So I want to say to you all, thank you all for joining in. If you look at this live or if you look at it in the replay, please share it. Please listen to it. Please talk to God and ask God about the vows you made. And if you know that you need to change some things in your life and in your ministry, take it to God. If you want to ask me why, pray up before you do, because I'm at a place now, I'm going to tell you exactly what I told God. 
concerning the situation. I'm not looking for friends. I'm looking for um, to tell the truth in, a, in the way that God gives it to me. So it ain't always going to be the way you want to hear, especially if you're not prayed up and praying for it. So I'm going to say at this time the lines are open. If anybody on Blog Talk would like to make any comments or remarks, please do so at this time. The lines are open. Amen, amen, amen. I thank God for the reminder of making our vows. And I thank God for the many, many, many vows that he's made to me because he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me, and he hasn't. And I thank him for that because we have the Antichrist who's got people of God, people that aren't really in a relationship with God doing all types of stuff. We have the new uh, Jim Jones and then the people that are um, trying to mix their blood in communion now and people that are trying to put their word and their opinion and what God is saying to do. And um, we've really got to stay focused and we've got to be in a relationship with God so that we will know his voice so that no other voice will we follow. And I thank God for all that he's doing um, in your life. I thank God for all that he's doing um, in every minister of the gospel's life because it's an awesome, awesome privilege for God to um, use us. And we can't take him using us for granted. And I thank God for Everything that I've ever asked him for that he's given me, but I also thank him for everything that I've asked him for that he denied. Because there's some, there's somebody I could be married to today. My, my, my. There's maybe a few people I could be married to today, but God blocked it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's so much that God has done for me. Doors that he's shutting, doors that he's opening opportunities that I've asked him for. So there's so many things that God said that he would never leave me nor forsake me. So he knew there were some things that were going to cause me to forsake him, but he blocked it. So I thank God for every vow that he's made to me from Genesis to Revelation because he's kept his word and my uh, goal in life is to keep my word to him. So thank you so much, Minister Sylvia. Thank you so much, Apostle Elect. Is there anyone else at this time? Okay, I thank you all for joining in. It's a song I keep hearing in my spirit. I just can't grab the words to sing it. But I, I'm like Apostle just said, I thank God that he blocked it. Could you imagine some places we would be if he didn't block it? Could you imagine some people we would be tied up with and, and, and our children would have that bloodline and he blocked it? Could you know, I'm not trying to throw no, no salt and no stones, but I'm just saying could you imagine some things that you ask God for that he said, no, no, no. You will thank me in the long run. You will thank me in the by and by. You will thank me later, even if you can't thank me now. I saw a young man that I once knew when we were younger, and just to look at him now, I said, you never would have thought he used to look like he was walking out of a magazine. I saw a young lady that I used to hang out with. I was telling my son about it yesterday, and I said, you never would have thought she looked like a one-way model. You never would have thought. But because of the things we took for granted, because we didn't have a relationship with God and because we figured we had forever, 
you couldn't imagine. And when I said, God, I thank you for the time you said no. You had my parents to say no. I thank you for the time we was not able to move or go. And God, I thank you that our mom didn't let us spend a night over everybody's house and didn't let everybody in our house. God, I thank you for that. I thank you for my mother saying what your mama say. I thank you for my father saying what your mama say. Because my mama would say what your daddy say. We seen some things growing up that happened to people. I thank God we didn't have to deal with that. Because we trusted our mother who we knew who trusted God. I thank God for my praying aunties and uncles and family members that didn't mind throwing the oil on you, laying hands on you, praying for you, speaking in tongues, letting people see them pray over you. And and, and we you better not show you was embarrassed or mad. Baby, they will put you under Holy Ghost arrest in a minute and tell you, I wish you would. I wish you would. But we had enough sense to know that God don't play. And we did not play with God messengers, God servants. We had them real mothers of the church. You want to say that wore the white dress and the white stockings? And I'm not talking about the nurse. I'm talking about the mothers that stood on that front row and tell you in a minute if you don't shut up, put you on that altar and make you say, Jesus, 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 all night till something happened. Tell you you're going to speak in tongues. Or I tell you, you ain't speaking in tongues. You speaking up tongues, but you ain't speaking in tongues. Tell you, don't you, don't you come on this altar and play with God. And they knew the difference in you playing with the Spirit and you being provided with the Spirit of God. They knew the difference. It didn't let you play with it. But we had enough sense not to play with God because we was too scared. We was taught about the children that made fun of the uh, man of God, calling him bald and what happened with the she-bear when she came out the forest. We was taught that, taught to fear God. I don't care what your mouth says behind your mom and daddy's back where they couldn't hear you, but you better not say nothing about God because God is an all-knowing, all-seeing God, all-hearing God. We know that. And I said all that to say, when you make a vow unto the Lord, don't take it back. If you take it back because of your actions, there's a reaction. That's like God covered you in his blood now, you didn't wash the blood off. I said it earlier, and I'm going to say it again. Your gift working. And if you end up going to hell, you're going to hell with your gift, and it'll still be working. But it won't be working for God. But God will get the glory because somebody will say, even with their gift, when they took it and used it for the other side, God let them take that gift with them. So if you make a violence to the Lord, Add more to it before you take it back. If you made a vow unto the Lord and you're thinking about changing your mind, write yourself a note or just get on on your knees and do like they said in the old days. Just start telling God you want to thank him for things he's already done. And if you if you make up a list, put a line, yes, Lord, side, and the other side. And see how much you come up with on the yes, Lord, side. And then... It's up to you the choice you make then. So, again, I thank you all for joining us on tonight. My name is Minister Sylvia Kaiser. If you watch this, please look at it in the replay. Please share it. Please tell somebody about the vow they made unto the Lord and just hear what God has to say to you concerning your vow. Your gifts make room for you. Your gifts make room for you. Don't worry about nobody not seeing you because God sees it. I don't worry about who sees me doing this, who sees me doing that. I told you all before, people say to me all the time, I see you with your little ministry. Ain't nothing I do for God is little. I don't care if it's only one person or just me on here, my sister or me by myself. Anything I do for God, 
His word is going to last. It's going to be here always. So if you all come back next Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be here with a word from the Lord. If you come back this Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear our very own apostle, elect Dr. Priscilla Kaiser, with Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Let's Talk. If you come back this Monday, this Monday is the fourth Monday, our um, speakers will be Evangelist Tony Montgomery, Minister Ron Montgomery. Uh, they will be on at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, with me as a co-host on Monday night, and we will be doing Facebook Live as well as Blog Talk. We want to tell you all thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a part of the ministry. We love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Sandra Gentry, thank you. For, uh, you say, okay, come on. That's it, Sandra. Ain't nothing like we talking about the Lord. Sandra Gentry is a childhood friend of ours. We all went to Bila together, um, more than maybe even flowers. I would tell you, like we tell people, we grew up, we was raised up in the church. If you don't know nothing, we could tell you, her, myself, and my sister said, if God saved a wretch like us and turned us around, what he'll do for you. Stop letting other people keep you out of your presence with God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That is Matthew 6 and 33. Trust God with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Make that vow to God and keep it. Use it for his glory. Use it for his honor. Use it for his praise. And give God all the thank you that you can come up with. And for those that you don't even remember, God, I thank you for the the forgettable stuff. The stuff I forgot about. The forgettable stuff. God, I thank you for that. I thank you for the stuff I don't even want to remember. God, I thank you because you brought me out. We just want to say thank the Lord for all that he's done. In Jesus' name. Good night, everyone.